It's time to talk money. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the Financial Guys. Financial Guys Radio Network, and we have a jam-packed show for you today. So many folks, I wish we had more time. We're going to need about 12 hours, but we're going to try to fit it in in two. And for you nasty liberals that uh, try to criticize us every week and say, you talk too fast, we're going to talk even faster today to try (laughs) to fit all this in. We've got some pretty cool videos of... uh, I shouldn't say cool, but some health inspectors going in and harassing women. That's funny, Glenn. They never seem to come into our office, even though we call them. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. They just don't seem to. uh... Uh, Pam, do we have Glenn? Oh, I've got a little bit of an echo there, Pam. You got me, Pam? All right. Well, I can't hear Glenn. Sorry. I can hear him just fine, but I'm getting myself back in an echo. Out with Glenn. in the studio. (laughs) All right. We'll find Glenn in a second here. We've got some pretty amazing videos. You got me in the wrong. uh, uh, You got me in the wrong. Inspectors who are going in to uh, harass women. Check. Uh, I know locally no. here, Poland Cars has Still. been harassing the uh, mayor of Williamsville. Happens to so be I'm a woman. Like an echo uh, you know, just a few square miles there. Doesn't you know? I don't know why, but they just never seem to want to come into the financial guy's office. We've uh, we've literally been uh, calling them and calling them and calling them and asking uh, to come in and visit. And they don't seem to be uh, bothered by uh, uh, by uh, just spending a few minutes to come in and visit the financial guys. So we've got uh, that. We've got Kevin Hardwick at the end of the show. For those of you outside of uh, Buffalo, you're not going to probably know who Kevin Hardwick is, but he's a new comptroller. He said he'd call in for the last few minutes. I did reach out to all the Democrat Erie County legislatures this week to invite them on. And uh, accidentally, one of them said yes, Kevin Myers. And, uh, and then they called back and said, oh, no, no, we can't. We can't. And it just shows you how spineless they are. And for those of you in Rochester, Syracuse, I know you're going through the same things. You're going through the exact same things we're going through in Erie County. But it is amazing to me that these Democrats have no problem smashing the daylights out of small businesses, telling you exactly what to do, why it's in your best interest. But when you ask them to come on a format like this, or maybe somebody disagrees with them a little bit, um, they couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. Can't do it. Can't do it. And for those of you that say, well, you wouldn't do that. Uh, the crap, the garbage. I've I've done it. Last few months, I've the Channel Seven interviewed me about the uh, our mask mandates and how why we're not wearing masks here. Uh, Channel Four asked me to do a a thing on Gail Burstein and why we're suing Gail. By the way, Gail was uh, Doctor Overtime was officially uh, served this week. So uh, Buffalo News, the Buffalo News, absolutely one hundred percent, one thousand percent disagree with my politics. Called me up, said, "Could you talk about mask mandates?" Russ Thompson, local uh, uh, conservative hero here. This week, Buffalo News called him. No problem. Let's do an interview, right? You're asking the spineless Democrats of the Erie County legislature to come on and, and uh, defend themselves, and they could not be bothered, could not be bothered. Uh, that tells you a lot about their, their positions, and they, they obviously really don't, uh, don't agree with them. Uh, Mike, Pam, do we me? got Glenn back up? I don't know. Okay, you got me now? I still cannot hear Glenn. No, and I still got an echo. I still cannot. How about now? <laughs> he's there. But he's sort of there. <laughs> I'm here. Well, let's I swear do this. I'm While here. we have him, I want to play some videos. Hopefully, uh, Pam, you can help me. Yep. We can do that on the break if that sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're going to we'll switch formats on the, on the break to uh, to hopefully bring uh, 
Glenn up here. If you want to hop on board, by the way, um, what's what's the number there, Pam? Throw me that number again. 844. Okay, so 434. 434-4TFG. That's 4834. Yeah, all right. Sorry. I should have that memorized by now. That's a new number for us. 844-474-4834. Again, 844-474-4834 if you want to hop on board. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, we're going to highlight some of our departments along the way. By the way, second hour, we're going to have Esther Goulias on, EG Tax, talking about some of the tax changes and some of the proposed tax changes. Uh, the Democrats, uh, certainly not enough in your pocket. You know, we used to talk about, uh, you know, what you can keep, and now it's uh, what you have to give, right? So uh, we'll talk to Esther Goulias in the second hour. Um, about uh, uh, some of the tax changes that are out there. But again, you want to hop on board, 844-474-4834. Let me go back, Pam. I'm going to play a, a few of these videos. These are some health inspectors that uh, that decided it would be a good idea to sneak into uh, a small little village shop in East Aurora. Now, again, I want you to all think about this, folks. Rochester, <laughs> Syracuse, Syracuse, you're all going through the same things, right? We're all going through the same things. They cannot be bothered. The financial guys have been calling them for two years saying, look it, we're not wearing masks here. There's no mask mandate in the financial guy's office. You want to wear a face diaper, you come in with 12 of them. You're, you protect yourself as much as you want. We're not doing that, right? Uh, and, and invite them all the time. In fact, I've actually even said to them, not only will I pay your little fine if you come in and pay us a visit, I'll actually donate some money to a charity if you show up. Couldn't be bothered. But a little shop, this shop in East Aurora, I'm telling you, this shop must be 10 by 10. And, uh, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's a huge uh, a threat, obviously, to Erie County. So let's see if we can bring this up. And, Pam, I might need you to turn this up a little bit for me, okay? Um, because it. it's, it's real low on my end. Um, but... Um, uh, give me one second. Sorry, my, Mike Lomas and technology shouldn't fit the bill together. So let's let's bring this up. And we're gonna we're gonna mix this in throughout the break here, or throughout the show. I mean. So, so I was just thinking about. So, this is Chris from the Erie County Health Department, and um, he, he he's he's popping in. So, this for, as a taxpayer, this is where your money's going. So, Chris is going to stop by, and uh, and and wants to know what this this business owner's opinion on what the mask mandate is. Now, this gets deeper, obviously. He's there because he's a dirtbag inspector, and you are a dirtbag, by the way. For people that go, well, you know what, um, uh, that's his job. That's his job. No, there's plenty of jobs that pay $40,000 a year. Uh, you don't need to go in and harass business owners. If that's your job, quit. Seriously, there's a ton of jobs out there. If you really don't believe in this, if you're going business to business, and you're a health inspector, and you don't believe in what you're doing, quit. It's easy. Quit. They're not paying you $400,000 a year. They're paying you $40,000 a year, right? So let's listen to Chris, the health inspector, as he walks in and harasses two small, um, a, a small women business, a very small retail shop in East Aurora, right? This, this, is a, this guy's a classic. I just feel that it's everybody's choice. Understandable. I mean, a lot of folks are in that place. Mm -hmm. uh, the hard part is just that like, the public with a lot of different ideas, the problem with us is that they keep, you know, like they just start dropping complaints in. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So, I totally get so that. So I have to keep going. You know, so the problem is, is, 
every time someone drops a complaint in, we have to go out. You know what I mean? Like, I've been to, like, Home Depot's, Wegmans, like, I mean, like, we're, like, there, like, literally every other day. Okay, you're there every other day. Lowe's, Home Depot's. Hey, Dirtbag, I got an idea for you. Stop going. Stop going. You know, and it gets tough because the way that it's set up is just, right, anyone can complain. And everyone's got a lot of different political beliefs, and that's, that's the hard part. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Yeah. And I don't really... The hard part is, is your political beliefs don't line up with his. That's what the hard part is. That's, that's hard. It's not that we all have different opinions and we all do, to think differently. That's not the problem. The problem is you don't think like him. You don't think like Chris the inspector, right? He's, he's got his face diaper on. He does not have a welding mask. So I'm impressed with that. I mean, for me, I'm in the middle. Like, I get why everyone wants to be where mm. they want to be. My position overall is, I, mean, I guess it sounds maybe kind of personal, like, I don't get people to not have to have me go into stores. I guess that's really where it comes down to. It's just, uh, I guess, you know, where it goes with the state, obviously, you know, the state wants everyone indoors to have masks or have, like, a vaccinated gatekeeper, which doesn't really work for stores. And we understand that everybody has different folks, and you don't want to be policing or forcing people out to do different things. Um, my own suggestion is, based, you know, as far as seeing it's, you may just want to do things to try to, like, not get people to keep calling. What happens now with the state, what they've done was, is that... You, you might want to do things to, to, to so people don't call. What, what is that? What is that? Comply with you? That's what we want to do? We want to comply with you. Listen, this gets rich. This is real rich. This, this is, Chris so is great. complaints in now, we go out, we have to look. Uh, so what they're moving towards now is like basically giving people fines if they're not complying. And so my, my suggestion overall is uh, to just try to limit things for keeping people from calling. I'm not saying change political beliefs or anything that way. That, that, I'm not saying change your political beliefs, but just do what we tell you to do. Okay, this gets they have a sign up front that says they're not the mask police. So, so this inspector, he thinks his job is to come in and tell you as a business owner, first of all, you know we're demanding that you wear a face diaper. This is not a law. This is a this is a, and he'll go in to say it's not a law as we play this further. But you better take your sign down. You're causing trouble. Uh, this is by the way again. For those of you just tuning in, this is two young ladies running a very small shop in East Aurora. Good luck if one person shows up every 10 minutes. I mean, not saying they don't have a great business. I think they do. But still, it's a small mom-and-pop shop. Again, we have called the health department over the last two years telling them face diapers are not mandatory, the financial guys. But they just don't seem to show up. But Do they not like women? Uh, uh, Poland car seems uh, to be targeting uh, the, the mayor of Williamsville. Oh, there we go, Glenn. You're in. Hey, hey. <laughs> Freedom. <right>. We found <laughs> Man, you. That's frustrating. That's like having a muzzle on. So, oh, are you, no way. No way. <laughs> I got my buddy Justin in studio. We're going to bring him up next. Uh, there's oh, no, that's God. tough for Glenn, Justin. This is like, there's Ooh. no way. He was probably talking the entire time. Oh, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to say, I know we're going to go to uh, Justin here in a second. I just wanted to say one thing about the. Um, about these masks and whatnot, and you know, are these these you know these health inspectors? And that is this: there are businesses all over New York and all over the country, but especially in Western New York, that have shut down. Yep. Because they can't find qualified people to work. That's right. And so I want you to just think about this for a second. You can't go inside of a restaurant because they don't have enough people to staff their dining room or their drive-through only. Yep. And yet your taxpayers or your <laughs> yep. tax dollars, excuse me are going to pay for health inspectors 
that have nothing better to do but to go out and stop in the businesses. Let me Disgusting. think about this for a second. What else would these health inspectors be doing if they weren't stopping in the businesses? And I think this lady asked some really great questions. Yep. You know, were they hired specifically for this job? I mean, is the is the Erie County taxpayer now, you know, hurting themselves by by allowing these bureaucrats to use our tax dollars to basically suck up labor that we desperately need in the private sector? I mean, yeah. th- this again, we have a such a shortage of workers, and yet we have such a gluttony of government workers that you know, as I said during the Trump era, this would be a great time to start slashing. The size of government. Now, New York's budget is $200 billion this year, which is half that of Florida. And you have to wonder how many useless bureaucrats and and, and employees like this who just, well, it's just my job. I don't like it any more than you do. Well, maybe you should get another job. <laughs> That's right. Like, if I didn't like, I don't know, uh, being Financial a dog planning. catcher. Or be, yeah, <laughs> right? I wouldn't do it. I'd do something right. else, right? If I didn't right. like having to collect garbage, I would do something different. If I yeah. didn't want to do that, oh. there's a plethora of jobs out there. But as I'm listening to part of that and listening to you talk, Mike, I just couldn't help but think to myself, these are qualified, seemingly, employees That's right. that are desperately needed by restaurants and businesses all over Erie County that could use folks, like, uh, including our businesses. We have three open positions right yes, now that we're yeah. still trying to fill. That's right. Not saying That's I would right. hire these two clowns, but, no. you know, in, in, you know, but again, there's probably some qualified people working in government positions that are like, you know what, I got a great job here. I don't really do anything. I got a, a great pension. I got health care. I got all kinds of benefits. You know they're never leaving unless their their job is is eliminated because it's a nice cushy job for a lot of a lot of folks. Yeah, a lot of right. folks work really hard at their jobs, so don't get me wrong. I understand that too, but I just can't help but think to myself like what what would these guys be doing otherwise for the health department? Do they have a critical job that they're doing? What would they be doing? And if they wouldn't be doing anything else, then why aren't they in the private sector? Because again, we desperately need these employees. It's yep. Just something to think about, folks. That's your tax dollars and right. mine. All right, we got a jam-packed show for you, folks. If you want to hop on board, 844-474-4834. Friend of mine, Justin Ibowitz, the wrestling coach at Elmo, will join us here at, uh, after the break. Robbie De Niro, by the way, if you want to get, if you want to sue the school, we have a way to do it. And uh, Robbie De Niro is going to join us on, uh, on how to do it. You know, they've put our kids through so much garbage over the last two years. Zero percent chance of them dying. Suicide's up. A drug overdose is up. Yet the kids are still... And there was a one-day window where they didn't have to do it the other day until some left-wing nut job, uh, you know, sent it to the appeals court. But uh, but we're going to talk about how we can make uh, you know the school districts' lives miserable when we get back from the break, and we're going to talk a little bit about what happened to an Alma wrestling coach. All right, real quick break here. Financial Guys Radio Network need us throughout the week, folks. If you think like us, eight three three Fin Guys, eight four 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 seven four forty eight thirty four. Real quick break. We'll be back. There's a lot at stake in how we end this war. It makes a big difference how we end this war. And it makes a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. 
All right, I, I guess that is that is that me, Pam? <laughs> I went to a hard open there. All right, Mike Lobis, Come Legal Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. If you want to hop on board, eight four 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 seven four forty eight thirty four. And I promise we're going to do our best to get to your no, calls. No, no, Go- no, no, no. That's not it. Eight four 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 three four four TFG is the number. Four TFG, which is eight four 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 three four four eight three four four eight three four. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, you threw a seven in there, I heard. <laughs> I did. I didn't know. You know what? This is how bad it is. My three looked like a seven. So four, yeah, three. I... It's supposed to be four, three, four. I said four, seven, four. And I apologize, by the way. I For 20 years, Glenn and I had the same exact number, and now this is new. So eight, four, 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 three, four, four, TFG. No, yeah, I, I did throw a seven. Not in the first half, though. I, or not in the second half, in the first half, right. All right, let's real quickly, let's bring up Robbie De Niro quick. A lot of, a lot of you uh, know, especially here in Erie County, know Robbie uh, was the uh, gym owner who fought to, to uh, for a lot of people to keep uh, not only open his gym, but to start the chant of freedom and to be able to open things back up. And he won, beat Andrew Cuomo. And uh, Robbie, I appreciate everything you're doing, man. And, um, uh, you know, you, we, we're working on a new initiative, and I wanted you to spring that on our show if you could. You know, it's time to get these kids uh, back at school normal. And uh, I think everything we can do to, you know, take a shot at New York and try to, you know, make their lives miserable, we want to do that, right? Yes, thanks for having me on, Mike. And what we have going on is a what's called a pro se lawsuit against uh, every school district that prevented kids or penalized kids for going without a mask on the 25th of January. And the significance of 25th of January is the mandate was overturned by New York State Supreme Court. So there was an entire day where kids could have gone without a mask, and they were penalized for it in schools. Many kids were yanked out of class, dragged out by their SROs, berated by principals, sent off to campuses, all because they were choosing to follow the New York Supreme Court ruling that they didn't need to wear a mask. Yep. And uh, so we're, we're suing. It's called a, a pro se lawsuit, and they can go to our website, which is www.fight4thenyourfamily.com slash home. It's really important that they do slash home. And uh, they go to that website, and they, we have, no kidding, step-by-step instructions on how to do this website. So, so Robbie, the, the first thing people are going to hear is lawsuit. Oh, I, I don't have any money. I, I, I would love to fight New York State. I'd love to make, make their life miserable. I don't have any money. Well, that's good because it only it costs 20 bucks. Honestly, you're going <laughs> to download these forms. You're going you're gonna to write a check to the State Department of Education and uh, send it in with your lawsuit. It costs $20. But what it's going to cost the state, they're going to be overwhelmed. Every Every parent that files a pro se lawsuit against the school has to be assigned counsel and has to be answered. They are going to get crushed. They do not have the resources to address this to, to address this volume of of um, interest, and they're going to get crushed. Yep. And so, by the way, you listeners out in Rochester, Syracuse, that are just sick and tired of this garbage, it's this is not just an Erie County thing. This is a New York State thing, right? Everybody can participate. Twenty bucks, a little bit of work. You got to go get some uh, some your own signatures, and you need a notary. For those of you, by the way, in Erie County, we can notarize it at the Financial Guys. So you can come into our office, and we have notaries on staff that have, that have uh, volunteered to help. Uh, but a little bit of work. But come on, the infrastructure is there, right? This is a way to fight. Not need to have any money, uh, and uh, and and really, um, so hopefully make a change, right? We got to make a statement with these people to say enough is enough. 
At this point, yeah, the rest of the world is going back to normal. Yeah, everybody this is would hard, be like, this is hard to believe. Like the everybody rest in of New the York world, California. Like literally, who would have thought that Europe would lead the way to freedom? <laughs> right. Seriously, but yet here we are, right? This is lunacy. We're going into year number three. Yeah. I mean, this never ends. In fact, in Oregon, it doesn't ever end. They just passed the school mass mandates for life. I mean, is that what we're going to do in New York? Is it forever? I mean, this yeah. is year three, folks. The rest of the world is getting back to normal. The U.S. should be leading that charge, not behind. Well, one, more t- one more time, Robbie. I know you've got an instructional video online, and they can learn all about this, right? So, Yes, they, if they go to www.fight4yourfamily.com slash home, they go to the homepage. We've got an instructional video. You'll be able to download the form, and you'll be able to download a very clear Barney-style instructions. Listen, I'm a, I was a Marine. If I can understand it, I wrote the instructions so that a Marine could understand it. So anybody can do this. The form <laughs> auto-completes. So once you type in your name and some information, it's going to auto-complete through the rest of the form. There's very little work to do. Then it's just a matter of breaking it up into the five components, serving the appropriate people, getting it notarized. But we need action takers. We need action takers. Like you're, what you're saying is so right about who would have thought the rest of the world leading the fight for freedom. It's time that we rise up and take action. And, man, we take it to the man. It's time to be an enemy of the state and freaking show them who's in charge. Robbie, I love it, man. Keep up the good fight, brother. One more time, where do they go for the instructions? www.fight, the number four, yourfamily.com slash home you got to do slash home, and the instructions are all there. Awesome. God bless, man. All right. Take care. All right, buddy. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Justin. I've had, uh, um, you know, Justin Ibowitz, good friend of mine, a wrestling coach at Elmai, so we get him on a quarter after. It's not 1.30. But just don't, don't take offense to it, though. We've had senators. We've had gubernatorial candidates. <laughs> and we've actually had him on the whole show. And then they're like, ah, oh, we're out of time, man. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no all problem right. at all. I'm <laughs> to be here. Thank Pam, you. I have no idea how many times, uh, we, uh, how many seconds we have left, but uh, – um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pass it over to you. We got a hard break here. Do not turn the dial. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the financial guys, uh, 844-434-4TFG. If you want to hop on board, we'll be back. Coach at Elma, good buddy of mine. And, uh, tell us about what happened to you. Now you went to practice. Uh, did you sneak into the school with like uh, a nine millimeter or like a torch or what happened? No, not at all. So uh, we have practice every Tuesday and Thursday morning. It's a Baguba club, just a bunch of little kids, uh, six to 12 years oh, what, old. What kind of club is it? It's the Baguba. Baguba club. Is that like a wrestling term? It is. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, because um, Glenn, I'll talk money terms and people, even the other night, <laughs> yesterday, I, I'm, I'm here late last night and I'm talking to clients doing uh, some beneficiary work. And I said the word portfolio. And the guy said, what's a portfolio? I'm like, wow, like it's, you know, because that's what we do every day. So anyway, sorry. Right. Bagu- yeah, so, Baguba. Right. Baguba, correct. Baguba. Yeah. So wrestling started about two months ago, and uh, my kids just took it on, and I'm like, hey, I might as well coach, might as well help out. So in all that, um, the last two months, ever since I started going to the school, and go all the way back to the beginning of the pandemic, I never, I didn't wear a mask. About three weeks in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm done with this. So going forward and going to the school and everything, I declined wearing the mask. Uh, it hadn't been a problem, believe it or not. I'd go into a wrestling room, never had it on my face or anything, coach class, everything was good. Um, then I would go, uh, we decided as the year progressed that we wanted to bring the little wrestlers to support the varsity wrestlers at a varsity match. Cool. And I could teach the match, yep. me, and, me and the other coaches could teach 
uh, the kids what's going on, how the pointing system works, and uh, how everything works to the little kids as we're supporting the varsity wrestlers I, as well. I forgot, just to interrupt you for a second, so I was at a um, basketball game a few uh, two weeks ago, and there's some Democrat logic out there that if the kids wear the face diapers on their chins or their necks as they run up and down the court and slam into each other, they won't get COVID. But when they line up for the foul shot, when they're looking straight ahead, apparently you're supposed to put the face diaper on. The Democrat logic. So yeah, if, you, right. if you just went in with the face diaper on your chin, that stops it. And uh, like a restaurant, if you stay low, so if you crawl in, you would have been fine too probably. Right, but, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what did they say? <laughs> so you went into So, so I, ended up go, I ended up going into the uh, gymnasium, and it happened. Uh, this is the second time that we went to support the varsity wrestlers. Um, first time. Uh, a lady a lady was there handing out uh, face diapers, and I politely declined. I said, no, thank you. She said that you have to wear it, and I said, no, thank you. And I just went on and went about to my seat. Well, the last time I went in, it was the same woman that said the same thing. You have to put the, uh, you have to put the face diaper on. I said I respectfully declined, and I walked away and went to my seat with both of my children. So we sat down in the bleachers with all my little wrestlers around me. Uh, at the time then, there was only about six or seven of them. And uh, it was then at that point that she must have said something to the athletic director. The athletic director then came up to me, sat down next to me, super respectful, super nice, and said, Justin, you, you have to put the mask on. And I said, I'll do respect. I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing the mask. I'm not putting that on. Uh, she then walked away and then came back a couple minutes later and said, Justin, please, you, you have to put the mask on or this match isn't going to go forward uh, because of you. And I said, again, I, I apologize. I hate to put you in this position that I'm putting you in, but I'm not putting that on my face. Yeah. She asked me to just politely hang it on my ear. And I said that defeating the purpose is the whole that. reason why I'm not putting the mask on. Um, and again, I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful. And no, I don't no, want no. to, I don't want to well, you know, work. stir up dust and, and whatnot. But, you know, it, 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 it's time to stand up. See, and so like I've learned, like I say, no, I'm, I'm within the 10-minute Mark Polencar's rule. 10 minutes and you won't get COVID, right? Oh, so, so what happened? So, I mean. So, so what ended up happening from there is I, um, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous. I thought the police were going to come. I was going to get arrested. At that moment, I looked oh, yeah. to both my son, Braden and Connor, and I said, I said, listen, it, what's it, going on right wait, now? Let me interrupt you. But that, to me, but, by the way, God bless you for stepping up. But this is, where are we? In society, oh, no, I mean, you can push somebody in front of a moving uh, a train, right? And, and it's a misdemeanor, right? You can shoot at a police officer and basically get out without any bail as long as you don't hit the police officer. And half the time, you can hit the police officer now. But yet, you walk in with a face over. You're nervous that they might. And I said this story a few weeks ago. Like my daughter said, "Oh my God, when we go out there, I'm worried you're going to get arrested." I'm like, "This is a sick society. What right. a sick world. What right. a sick world." Right. I mean, if the face diapers work, wear them. Go wear them. Wear them. Wear eight of them around your head. Absolutely. Wrap them around your neck. Wait a minute. Neck. I thought the vaccine worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way. Oh, another one this morning. Uh, uh, this week, only folks I hear with COVID are vaccinated. Only folks. <laughs> only folks. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. No problem. So I, I looked at it as a teachable moment. I look at my son, Braden and Connor, and I said, listen, guys, I don't know what's going on, but what you're witnessing right now is you're witnessing your dad stand up to what is right. Yeah. Um, so I, I said both of them, I don't know what's going to happen. If the police come, I'm, I'm going to respectfully just leave. But um, but that's what's going on. So that took place. The whole wrestling match took place. Uh, nothing happened. And uh, Others followed, though, right? You look back and others were taking their mask off. Oh, that, that's a key part that I did forget about, yes. So I was sitting there by myself when this all took place and happened. And then others witnessed what was going on. And about six to ten people kind of 
coagulated around me and they took their face face masks off as well and it was it, it, it was it, it was a it was a proud moment yeah it really was so so now you go home think okay it's over but it's not over the school well, calls right i knew it wasn't over <laughs> because i'm a coach at the school and and i love i love helping out and volunteering and coaching the kids uh, i absolutely love it but i now know that the, fit, the the spotlight's on me and i'm not going to decline going to these matches i'm going back to this match i'm supporting these guys and uh but they told you you did not come back, right? They said you're not allowed back in the school. They did. They said that, uh, well, uh, the next morning, uh, Superintendent Schofield had given me a phone call, spoke with him in, uh, in the school resource officer, and uh, went over uh, all, all the mandates that I, I have to abide by. Hmm. So, so it looks like I'm supposed to wear a mask, but guess what? Yeah. So I'm not. So Tuesday there's a wrestling match at, uh, at the school. I will be up there. I know a lot, a lot of my friends, a lot of our friends are showing up, and I think we're not going to wear masks, right? I mean, that's my protest. I'm going to go in without a, without a face diaper on. I'm all about it. Yeah. Come on. So anybody else in the Alma, Iroquois area that wants to join us, please call our office Monday, 633-1515. You can use the local number and reach out to me because I'd like to get a bunch of us there. This stuff has to stop. It has to stop. We have to get people willing to step up like Justin here to say enough is enough. And many of you know, you're driving around the car. You know how ridiculous this is. You know how stupid this is. Somebody said to me the other day, I thought it was genius. Like, our kids are stuck all day with a face diaper on. Well, why don't we just put restaurant tables in the school? Right. And then, yeah. okay, at least then we could, they could walk into the school and then sit down, right? I mean, when you say that, like, think, how dumb are these people? Yeah, I mean, e how these people are lunatics. It's e unbelievable. Even worse. And the you, worst you part for me picture. is that I just can't stand the fact that we have unelected bureaucrats yep. dictating to us Always. what we're supposed to do and what we're supposed to put on our face. And they don't even follow their own rules. No, of course not. No, course I was going to say, did you see the picture of Kathy Hochul with uh, all these, I don't know, like three, four, five other people and then all the kids in front of her face mask? Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It yeah. just that makes me sick because if you're if you're you're all vaxxed, right? You're you're supposed to be pretty, you're supposed to protect you, right? And it keeps me from getting sick going to the hospital, oh, yeah. right? It prevents right. you from getting it, right? And yet here we have these four or five kids. They just look so beaten down. It just it makes me so sad. I posted yeah. to our Twitter feed at Finn Guys. You look at these kids and they're just like so like just beaten down. I mean, they just, you know, they're lifeless. Their faces look lifeless. It makes me so sad. And here's Kathy smiling ear to ear. Yeah. Right? No face mask on. No. With her vax Are you worried about getting... With her vax necklace. Yeah. With her vax necklace. Yes. I mean, seriously, are they worried about the... So they're going to torture these kids for their own benefit? I mean, yeah. since when is it the kids' jobs to keep the parents safe? No. This is so <clears throat> wrong. So stupid. I don't understand how not 90% of the world is standing up in New York, at least, saying this is so wrong. Yeah. This I, is I, so I, wrong that I we're doing to these kids. I was talking to the administrator the other day. I said, are you really... Are, are, do you really believe that these kids aren't hanging out face typeless after this? Oh, I know they of are. Okay, they are. then get a set of stones and, and stand honestly, up and end it. If if you had any sort of stones whatsoever, any sort of uh, uh, you know character, you'd have an, a, a mountain of data behind you. You know what? I know you disagree with me, guys, yep. but here's yep. the 14 studies that I have oh, that right. show that masks have helped to prevent the spread. That's but right. But you don't have that, do no. you? No, because they you don't. never present that ever, no. right? Nor, we can nor say, are look, they... here's the 46 studies that we've seen, right, yep. from Norway. To the yeah. to the Cleveland Clinic to the you know fill in the blank here we've we've cited dozens of studies, you know if you really want to keep a mask mandate and you really believe in that then let's see the studies let's like, see just, the studies let's, let's have the how, debate how, let's put all the data off, on the table and talk about it let's see how much better off we've done and I don't know against Florida or Carolina it's been two or some years. of these places that aren't face diapered up for the whole year with their children we have two right? years of data now yep. two years not Didn't two weeks work. not two months two years of data remember at the beginning they said well okay but just wait two weeks. 
and then we'll see what happens with Texas, right? And then we yeah. waited two weeks. They asked Dr. Vaughn, oh, no, maybe because they're all outside. Look, at this point, folks, we've got two years of data. You can no longer say, well, just wait two weeks and see what happens. We waited two weeks. Guess what happened? Not what they thought was going to, right? Yep. We didn't have spikes. We didn't have, you know, people dead in the streets in Texas, right? People went to the Astros game. They had a great time. No outbreak. They had Lollapalooza in Chicago. No major outbreak. Obama had a massive party. No major outbreak, right? right? But That's yet right. here we are, two years later, and these poor kids are the ones that take it to the brunt of it because they have no choice. And Dan Rather came out this week, by the way, and put a tweet out there. I don't see the kids complaining. They're acting more like adults than adults. Oh. Well, guess what? Kids being silent about their own abuse yeah. is not a real good <laughs> argument, Dan, right, right. to be honest with you, right? right? What a I real mean, metal on. midget that is, huh? Jeez, oh, peace. <laughs> They're not really complaining about being abused with a face diaper on oh, all day. Lord. Oh, no? No. You yeah. know what they, what they are doing, Dan, though, is they're dying in record oh, numbers from Lord. suicide. They're, they're dying in record numbers, Dan, from drug overdoses. You can't be that stupid. You just can't. All right, buddy. I appreciate it, Justin. We'll be out there Tuesday, and uh, I look forward you. to hanging out with you before, during, and after. Excellent. So, Thank you so much for the opportunity. And, God, and let me just say, God bless you for standing up. It takes the, I, you know what? I have seen so many spineless people over the last two years, and I, it, it makes me sick. And it's tough. It's tough all around, right? Spouses are fighting. You know, I mean, you know, from friends fighting, yeah. the spouses, fight, it Family takes real team. people to stand up and say enough of this garbage or it's not going to end. It is never going to end here, folks. It is never. They will continue this power forever and ever and ever for as long as you give it to them. And the numbers don't don't warrant it. The numbers don't say just like with. Well, and by the way, it's with everything else they do. Right. The Democrats say, well, look at these higher taxes and these massive amount of regulations are great. Oh, they are because your economy stink. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. We just do more of it, right? So for those of you who say, no, this will end someday, no, it won't. You know, if, it, if, if the stupidity would have ended, this, the inner city schools in Buffalo and Rochester and Syracuse wouldn't have gone from 80% graduation rates to 70 to 60 to 50 to 40 to having to call little Billy and say, I know you haven't been here in the last six months. Do you plan on getting a GED? Oh, you do? Great. We'll put you down as a pass, right? <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't end. It won't end with this. These people are not that bright. They are, they are mental midgets to a whole different degree. Justin, thanks, buddy. We've got to take a quick break. Thanks. We'll be back here. Mike Lomas going. We go to the Financial Guys, Financial Guys Radio Network. We do have Charmaine. By the way, here's another rule. Uh, we'll learn from Charmaine Case, the head of our 401k department. Now you have to, yes, you have to offer a retirement plan for your employees if you have 10 or more uh, employees. So you must automatically, if you have 11, you must be extremely wealthy and have all the money in the world. So we'll learn more from her on the other side of the break. We'll get to your calls and questions. Again, 844-434-4TFG. Did you know the financial guys have an independent research center with over 170? It was not appropriate for Delta, Alpha, or any of the previous variants either because we're dealing with something that's airborne. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mike Lomas, Golden Eagle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Just, my buddy Justin Eblitz setting in for the for the next few minutes. He said, as you heard, is it okay if I sit in? <laughs> absolutely it is, of course. Uh, place where money meets politics. If you need us throughout the week, folks, Use us as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS. And if you want to hop on board here, 844-434-4TFG. Joe and, Racha, or Joe and uh, Lockport, I'm sorry, you're up on deck first. I did want to sneak in Charmaine Case, Charmaine, uh, head of our 401K department and team. And uh, Charmaine, thanks for spending some time with us. Now, let's talk about some, some of the lunacy from the investment side that New York State is trying to do now. Well, the, the big thing about this is, that it had started off through legislation that was passed in 2018 
to be a voluntary program for small businesses purportedly to be able to be involved or to offer their, offer their employees the opportunity to put money away on a payroll deduction basis. However, in 2021, legislation that uh, Kathy Hochul signed made it mandatory for New York State. Now, we're one of 10 or 11 states that have opted to go this route. And um, the, the bad thing about it, of course, is that it's to be run by the states. <laughs> one of the big questions that I have about it is every working person already has the opportunity to put money into an IRA. The state program is all Roth. It's a Roth IRA, no tax deductions. Mm. On their own, they can go out and either uh, choose to do traditional or Roth. But the biggest worry for me, and I think probably a lot of people agree with me, is that it's to be run by the states. Yeah. Well, automatic. What makes you nervous about that, Sherman? They seem to be doing a bang-up job with everything else they touch. Well, let's just look at Social Security and government uh, involvement. Well, so, so, well, so what? Solar Security's City going, worked out great, though, Sean. Oh, Solar City. I mean, that was a that. That raving was a success. That was a good one. That was only a billion, okay. though. <laughs> but we're getting good news. Is, balance. What, the good news is we're probably going to get that $40 million back because they didn't meet the jobs that they said they were going to do. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We got screwed on that, too. Sorry about that. <clears throat> well... I mean, as long as they balance their budget every year, we should just be fine. We should be fine. <laughs> so, Charmaine. Yeah, exactly. So, now, the if you state- have 10 or more employees, you have to do this now, right? You, you have, have to, to set up a retirement employees. plan. Yeah. The employers that are affected are those that have 10 or more employees. Okay, so when when does this – if I have 11 employees, but I'm scraping by, but now I have to set up a retirement account for my uh, my employees, when does this go into effect? Well, there is no telling. It was supposed to go into effect immediately. Then the next thing you hear is that uh, by May, it's going to be up and running. So far, there's been no hard date, though I do understand that uh, some small businesses are getting information on this. So it's it's still, the goal is to say by May, you have to have a plan. But like an Obama website, it seems to be a failure, huh? Well, let's. Let's wait and see. I, I don't know. Yeah. The um, 10 or more employees is also precluded when they have not had an empo- a retirement plan in place for their employees over the last two years, and they've been in business for at least two years. There is no employer contribution required under this. However, it's an automatic enrollment plan, which requires the employer automatically enroll employees at a 3% contribution level that have not signed an opt-out form. And this is going to be some investment investment plan through the state? Well, they're choosing the investments that are available to the plan. There's some talk of they're going to include target date funds, but they are the overseer of this. Mm -hmm. Water authority, something like that. Water, the water authority is now in charge of your IRA account. Uh, this I, is no, I was thinking man. they would be an investment option. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm sure they will be. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Through authority, oh, yeah. authority. You know, you know. 
Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, well, pothole thank you, recovery. All right, so Charmaine, so you're going to keep us up to speed on this. The fact of the matter is, though, there's going to be some kind of a penalty if you don't participate, right? There's quite a bit of a penalty, as a matter of fact, and again, that's up to the employer to monitor. And it is so easy for an employer to be able to exempt themselves from this requirement. All they've got to do is set up their own 401k plan with no employer contribution, and and it's easy. They don't have to be uh, wrapped up in something else that's sponsored by the government. So I'm going to say, so, we, set up, we set up 401k plans, but there's a cost to that, right? I mean, we don't do it for free, so it's another cost to the employees. Certainly all you employers out there, we'd love to have you call us, right? I mean, if you need help, you're going to have to do this. Uh, so, but, you know, use our team as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS, and you have access to our entire 401k department. But, again, another mandatory, you're going to do this in New York State, whether you like it or not. Think about this, folks. I want you to think about it because, of course, you left-wing Demo- Democrats that listen to this show because it's a car wreck for you. You say, well, everybody that has 11 to 10 more employees, it makes all kinds of money. Oh, yeah? Ask the restaurant owner that's struggling right now because Marky Mark and his friends in Erie County knocked him out of business, right? They're struggling to just survive and, uh, you know, as, as we get through the, uh, the face diaper mandates, right? Uh, as, as the uh, health inspectors are in this little East Aurora uh, retail shop, right? They're, they're just dying, and now you can add another nail to the coffin. They're just sick thing. That just amazes me. They're still out there stopping into businesses. Crazy. They're this one. still out there popping in the places, finding people. Yep, disgusting. Not, the not, other thing is, is that there has been a, an amount of money set aside for the startup and administrative costs of this state plan. What's going to happen when that money is gone? They're going to go back to these employers and ask for administration fees. I'm sure. Or they're going to take it out of the participant's uh, accounts or out of out of the fund itself so mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of questions with this and quite frankly i'd be i'd be afraid to become a part of it yeah all right well charmaine look at if folks want to reach out to you you're in our buffalo office but i know you've traveled with me to rochester and folks out there in syracuse that need help use our team as a resource charmaine thank you so much keep us up to speed on this and uh, as the communist party puts down more uh, new york state regulations and laws keep us abreast of it okay Okay. All right, eight three three Finn guys. Let's uh, let's what? What do we got? Joe in Lockport. Let's go out to Joe in Lockport. He's been patiently waiting. How are you, Joe? If you want to hop on board, eight four 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 three four four TFG. Hey, how's it going? We are best ever. How are you? <laughs> Same. So uh, I'm a self-employed uh, IT professional in Western New York. Here, just me. Um, <clears throat> and you got your uh, own you know, business in I New York. Okay, we automatically know you're wealthy. <laughs> right, right. I, it's it's just it's just dripping off of me. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. So, they helped uh, you build it, so yeah, you're welcome. Right, right. So they're 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 due their seventy five percent. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. uh, and, and and really quick, uh, no one is the mafia quite like New York State. Come uh, sales tax time, by the way. Oh, uh, no, you for said sure. you owed this. But we think yes, you owe that. If you prove that you don't, everything's good. But, oh, yeah, um, you've got to prove it. You're, they are mafia-like for sure and take a much bigger percentage yeah. and don't protect us. I've seen good fellas. At least some of those guys get some right. protection. So, um, and I, you know, I'm coming from a place that, so in my own immediate family, I have a child with medical needs. So uh, the vaccine came out, 
um, I got it because, you know, at, at the time you, you, you just, you don't know what you don't know. And all you get is bad news. All you still get is bad news. So I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. Also got COVID also so, received monoclonal antibodies. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, you got, wait, you had the vaccine and then you got COVID. <laughs> That's a rare yeah, case, I, by I, the way, I, Joe. I, that I, doesn't happen. I was going to say, I, that's what you call a breakthrough case, Joe. That doesn't happen often. It, it, so you're special. Same, same with my wife. Same with my oh, wife. What's the odds? Same What's the sister. odds? Well, here's the good news is, here's uh, yeah, the good news, I, Joe. The good news, Joe, is that they have no idea how long that, that uh, jab lasts. No idea. But they do know it's safe. They don't know how long for. <laughs> right. But they know it's safe. They have no idea. Dr. Fauci, that moron this week, says, we have no idea how long the, the jab lasts. Oh, but you know it's safe. No, you don't. No, you don't. Sorry. I know you already took the jab. Sorry about that. No, I, listen. I mean, I'm sorry I, to cut you off. It's it, it, for 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 no. It's just you know for, for my child. I, do, doing the best with the best available information I had and have. Yep. So um, and I and and I, and I don't want to cause trouble with people. I'm respectful. Uh, my clients ask me to wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. I, I, I'm not. You know. It's like I just I want to be left alone. I want to leave other people alone. I just want to live my life. But the problem is, is we're now in literally in a state, figuratively and. You you know, geographically, where they just keep taking these bites from every end. That's right. And we, and 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 it's the it's it's the the person in the middle, like myself, that they squeeze. They don't squeeze the the super wealthy in um in 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 New York City, the movers and shakers down there. They, and 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 the and and the quote unquote poor people. Well, that swath is getting larger and larger in terms of you know what what the government deems as poor, like who. Benefits and stuff, and the people that have to pay for it are, are the in the middle people. Yep. I have been going down to for well, the, the wealthy. When you said they're not squeezing the wealthy, they are. Those are just happen to be the most mobile people on the planet, right? right. So if you're worth two hundred million dollars, you're not paying the ten percent vig to live in New York City. You know what you're doing? You're buying your own airplane. You're living in uh, you're living in Palm Beach, and you're letting them folks, you know, uh, let, let you know everybody else pay the bill, right? Absolutely. You're the most mobile people on the planet. Hey, Joe, i got to let you go, buddy. We're up against a heartbreak here. Yeah, let you want to hold. I think you had something else to want. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we can hold. Them. To Florida, so. Hang yeah. on if you want, Joe. If you don't, that's cool, too. But if you want, we'll bring you up back. Soon. All right. 844-434-4TFG. Need us throughout the week, folks. 833-FIN-GUYS. Hold another hour here. Financial Guys Radio Network. Do not turn a dial. Folks that know that you guys are here with us, stuff, they're going to say, okay, at least they're backing down. Have they given out yet? So at least they're backing down. Did you hear what he just said? Yes, at least they're backing down. So yeah. if 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 you if you bend to the outrage mob to the man and you re, and you <laughs> remove your free speech signage from your business door. <laughs> That's right. I mean, seriously, have you listened <laughs> right. to yourself? Right. Like, you, know, some, you know, some snot-nosed 25-year-old college punk Easiest. living at home with their mommy. Yep, just right? graduated. Yep. Who has Buff no state. prospects of any sort of job whatsoever, no intention of working, right? No. I'm sure you're doing an awesome job as a barista at Starbucks. You go, you. You, yeah, you. do you, right? That's right. But That's you know right. what? Leave other people alone. Yeah. If you don't like this lady's signs... Don't go into her business, right, right? right? If you don't like how she's conducting her business, don't patronize her business. If That's you don't right. like the fact that they're not wearing signs, pick a different company. Pick a different business. You know what I do? When I walk up to a business and they start to harass me, 
I pick a different business. When I walk <laughs> up right. to a business now That's right. and they say, you got to have a sign on, sir. You know what I say? You know what? Thank you very much and goodbye. I'm going to pick a different business. That's and right. so I choose those different businesses. That's the difference, folks, yeah. between the right and the left. The right just want to be left alone. Joe called between the, before the show, before the top of the hour, right? And unfortunately, he couldn't hold. But I think Joe was, what was going to say was, you know, my child now is going to be forced to get vaccinated. I, I, I did it for me. I wanted to go along. But you, you get to a point where they push it over the line, right? Oh, and there's a right. lot of people. Oh, right they're now. way over the line now. I'm talking to clients now that I didn't even realize moved. They're just getting up and going. It's not no, even yeah, like. That's right. That's it right. used to be they'd come to the office. We'd have a conversation about it. Yeah, they'd plan say, it think, out. I'm, plan it out. Th- I literally I talked to a client yesterday, last night. I'm on the phone with them before the end of the day. Yeah. I said, oh, man, it's because be co- uh, cause I'm in Florida right now. It must be cold up there in New York. He goes, oh, no, I just moved to Port St. Lucie. I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm in Port St. Lucie now. I'm, I'm up the road from you. I'm like, when did that happen? Oh, yeah. no. I'm he goes, oh, I, yeah, I just uh, last month. I just got up and moved. Uh, like, what? Yeah. Well, well welcome, uh, welcome to Florida. Congratulations, yeah. right? So they're I'll, just getting I'll up and leaving I'll go back at some now. point in time and, uh, and, and sell my house, but I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah no, I'll they're just, gone. It's like, I'm out. I'm out. I sold it. Gone. Let's play That's a little it. more of this health inspector here. It's telling this lady she should just comply. Uh, the just the big comply. thing is he's really unhappy about the mask. She's a real, real troublemaker. That's in the process of all starting like this week. But it, it, how, how can they find when it's a mandate, not a law? So, so it's not considered a mandate anymore? Well, it, it's in New York State, it's technically not a mandate. It's, it's part of the health code. It's a, oh. In the New York State health code, there is a part... Uh, where they call it directive. Technically, we call it a mandate because that's what the public is calling it. Oh. Technically, by law, it's a New York State directive under mm. the health code. It's like a certain whatever number section. I yeah, what number would that be? Because, that uh, hey, hey, champ, you're the one going door to door telling these people they got to comply. Right. You'd think you know what number that is. New York State has the right to find people for behavior that may promote some kind of an infectious disease. <laughs> So it's technically not a mandate, it's a directive. So technically you don't make fine. It's a directive. That sounds even better. Thank you, Commissar. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's he a directive goes, from, goes, the, from the uh, Communist Chinese Party in New York State. Yeah. It's a directive. Yeah. Oh, technically oh not a God. fine. No, it's not a fine. It's, no, a, it's just see. a penalty. Ordered by like a judge. I see. But it's a, technically it's a penalty. It's, it's officially as described, and it's all just legal semantics. Oh, just legal. But it's, it's, they're using it under the health code that's been established for like... Oh. Great. Just think about this. There's a business out there, right? Now, <laughs> they didn't have to make any laws that for doesn't this. have an employee because these guys are working for the county. You're because paying for folks. They didn't have to make any laws about it. Oh no, they no. just run right over. Like That's I can right. just walk into your business and demand you do what I tell you to do. Right? That's right. Unreal. This crazy. is the guy who's never been picked for a dodgeball team, and now he's running the team. It's, it's crazy. Okay, huge difference. <laughs> huge difference. Okay, listen. Let me tell you something. If you water. close the beach because right. there's too much fecal matter at the beach, I'm going to comply. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fighting that mandate. Right. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm That's saying, right. you know what? Thanks for the heads up. I'll go yeah. somewhere else. Thank you very much. Right? Yeah, I don't think you'd have too many people Big fighting over that. Big difference oh. between wearing a face mask and swimming with feces. Okay. Yeah. Unreal. <sighs> Unreal. Let's, I'm going to switch this to 12. We'll do one more, one more uh, segment here. It's tough to hear. Yeah, sorry. Let me. And it's up to you guys how you guys want to do that. I mean, 
That's up to you guys. When you said somebody, they're noticing us higher up. Like, what do you think? They're noticing us higher up. Oh. So I want you to think about this again, Mark is just that petty now, isn't he? There are two young women trying to survive a retail little shop in East Aurora. He says, the higher-ups are watching you. Really? You know what's funny, Chris Inspector? I've called every day for two years. Why aren't you watching the financial guys? Why don't you come over here? Oh, because we have cameras waiting for you, and you'd have to answer some tough questions. We wouldn't want you to do that. They're just bullies. They're just going to continue to bully people. It's just terrible. I mean, what you're doing, the businesses are terrible. Haven't these businesses suffered enough? Yeah. I mean, seriously, Disgusting. how long are you going to continue with this? It's Disgusting. crazy. And by the way, these health inspectors called every head of communications in Erie County. Again, Rochester, Syracuse, you're dealing with the same thing. Uh, Kara Kane, I think is her name. Mrs. Kane will not come on. Head of communications of the health department. I don't know. I think WBEN in Buffalo would be a pretty good open uh, architecture plan to get your message out there, wouldn't it? If you actually believed in what you were doing. And by the way, Rochester, Syracuse, love to hear you too, right? Would love to hear that. You're going through the same thing. Absolutely garbage these people are. Shame on you. Shame on you. I mean, Shame again, on us as taxpayers in. for but voting these nitwits in. Look, if for the first two weeks, when they said this could kill 14 to 15% of the population, okay, fine, right? For the first two weeks, when they talked about the death toll being in the millions and millions and millions, we're at the point now, folks, where even the CDC and the New York Times are acknowledging that this is less deadly than That's the right. flu. And yet we're acting as if this is Ebola. That's right. Like it's a 50% death rate. There's not. I mean, the fact that we're doing any of this is insanity it's to me. A, at especially this point. now with two years worth of data saying two years of it data. didn't work. Right. It at didn't the beginning, work. you could get away with, wow, just right. wait a couple of weeks, guys, we, and you see what happens in Georgia. Well, we waited right. two weeks, and nothing yep. happened to Georgia. That's right. And then nothing happened in Texas. Yes. And then nothing happened in Florida. Sick. And then we gathered all this data that showed that this was just going to be a seasonable virus that we're going to have to deal with on a regular basis, right? Uh, Every year, we're going to get 16 different flavors of COVID. Thank you, Dr. Fauci, right? Yep. It, and uh, oh, do you hear that? Oh, that's another moving truck heading the floor. Oh, yeah. All right, Absolutely. we're going to take a quick break. Mike Wilmot's coming. We go financial guys. We get back. Esther Goulias from EG Tax is going to talk to us about some of the, uh, the tax changes we need to look forward to <sighs> in, uh, in 2022. And if you want to hop on board, by the way, 844-434-4TFG, 844-434-4TFG. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, don't forget, by the way, to go to our website for all of our um, our podcast info. By the way, we release a podcast every week. i got to plug that. I forget to plug that all the time. Uh, and don't forget about TFG Truth. I mean, the, the uh, guests that those two line up, Mike uh, Sparaza and Mike Hayflick, are unbelievable. I mean, from Rudy Giuliani to uh, senators to uh, just – the, uh, you know, people on the actual border, policing the border. I mean, um, it's it, the list goes on and on. So make sure you take advantage of some of these podcasts. Go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all the major networks. We're getting on all of them, and we are trying to get away from Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we need your help. We need you to follow us on those other platforms. So go to our website, and uh, and we can all make an exit together. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Real quick break. You're on the Financial Guys Radio Network. I still think that crime is up because of the pandemic. 
I think uh, many people have conveyed that, and also one of the reasons that crime, one of the root reasons crime, we've, uh, root causes of crime in communities is guns and gun violence. And we've seen that statistically around the country. Right, to your point, so when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes. I can't make it up, folks. Michael Elmas, Glenn Legal Financial Guys, the place where money beats politics. Parts of California now turning into third world countries, and they still don't get it. Filth everywhere, disgusting mess everywhere. Uh, Got to leave your car doors open. Not even like unlocked, just open. No, just so, wide open. Yeah, so they know it, that, okay, there's nothing in there. Don't smash the windows again for the 15th day in a row. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, you look at it, you look at California and the 17% homeless. You look at the, the infrastructure. We were out in San Diego back in September. We have an office, or, you know, one of our uh, partners is out in San Diego. And uh, the roads, it's like, it's like a third world country. It's crazy. And the reason is because all those tolls and all the taxes they collect is supposed to go to roads and infrastructure, right? You got Biden that went to, goes to welfare, goes to garbage, right? Goes to, to pork and patronage and bureaucracies, right? And government and, and, and agencies and whatnot. Look at this This uh, yesterday, right? Biden is in Pittsburgh, I think it was, right? A bridge collapses, right? <laughs> now, they had money dedicated for that bridge, right? They had they were talking about that bridge forever, right? This The latest one point was a $4 trillion they passed as an infrastructure bill. Only 6% of it actually goes to roads and bridges. Crazy. The Crazy. rest goes to bike paths. And, and that's oh, what gosh. they've done in all these places, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, all these places, right? Oh, here's $25 million to fix your roads. Oh, this new bike path would be nice. That's right. right. Here's $25 million to fix that bridge right there. Well, you know what? How about some new subsidized housing in Buffalo, yeah. right? It's that's always right. about diverting the money. So it's that's not right. about not having the money. Oh, and then when you don't vote for it, they say, look at you. You don't want new right. roads and bridges. Well, no, it's but always 6%. More, no, no, right? no, 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 you, you don't want no roads and bridges. We you passed know? a trillion dollars for roads and bridges during Obama. None of it went to roads and bridges. Uh, I guess it wasn't as a uh, uh, shovel ready as a uh, uh, I thought that it was. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, what a joke, right? Yeah, trillions terrible. and trillions and trillions of your money and our money has gone into this giant suction hole called the government, and it doesn't go anywhere it's supposed to. So anyway, yeah, that's a perfect segue for our next guest, I think, right? Yes. Uh, 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 by the way, just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Legal Financial Guys. Esther Goulias, the tax lady, president of EG Tax, joining us. Esther, how are you? I'm good. I, I got a lot of more pork to give you. I, I bet sure you, you do. do. I will say this, I though. I, pork, what I love about you, I Esther. I so much pork, I could open a sausage. Uh, <laughs> what I love about you is you're still happy. You've got to deliver this bad news, and you're like, well, guys. It's good. I mean, I, you know, I pass out more money all day than a bank, yeah, you know, that's because true. that's what happens with this tax law stuff. Um, there's, there's pork sausage, there's bacon, there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, so and it's a lot of money. And, you know, my job is to pass out the money. And as long as they're doing it, I got to do it. Otherwise, I'd be doing a bad job. That's right. So tell us about some of the changes we need to look forward to in 2022. Okay, well, think, tell me about I all the money they're going to give us back, all the tax right. breaks for the middle well, class. I mean, obviously, well, it used to be back in the day when, when I first started doing taxes, you did your taxes to pay your taxes. Now you do your taxes to get the money. Right. Oh, that's right. You. Well, that's so, the old. All right. The first, that's the old school days when I, we used to believe in police officers and authority, and you know, not you right, know, right, and not letting right. people out anyway, on no bail when they smash your windows so and steal if cars. If you got kids under the age of six, they're going to give you thirty six hundred dollars per kid. 
Um, and, and then from six to eighteen, you get three thousand dollars per kid. And they've been pay- they were paying two fifty and three hundred dollars in advance from July till December. And so you got to make sure when you do your tax return, whatever they gave you in advance, you have to reduce the child tax credit by that amount. So you just figure. Uh, a family of three with two kids under the age of uh, six and one over the age of six, you get ten thousand two hundred dollars. Wow. You don't have to. You don't have to pay any taxes. You they give you that money. You just now get... moving along. So let's say you're making eighteen thousand dollars, right? Same family of five. Um, you're going to get an earned income credit uh, with the state of New York of about $8,000. So now we're up to $18,200, okay? So let's say that you paid for some daycare. Maybe grandma's watching the kids, and you gave my grandma $4,000. The new credit, which is refundable, is 50%. So grandma would get you'd get another $2,000 for that. Let's say one of the kids that you got is a brand new baby and you didn't get stimulus for that last year. So that's $1,400. So that family would get $21,600 as a refund and pay zero taxes in. Wow. So tell me about some of the, the benefits that they did for business owners. Well, I mean, that was back kind of in the stimulus time. Uh, a big thing, and I think a lot of businesses missed it, was the employee retention credit. So if you had a reduction, if you kept your, your staff on and you had a reduction in your um, your income per quarter, you could get up to $10,000 per employee uh, uh, as, as a reduction in your payroll taxes, the 940s, 941s. And... I will tell you, I don't think anybody's even talking about this. That that the that the employee retention credit, if when you compared 2021 against 2020, that they would have given you up to ten thousand dollars per employee as a credit on payroll taxes. So when you did your 941, uh, you might have had a seventy thousand dollar credit per quarter. You know, so it was a lot of money, and I think a lot of. I don't know if a lot of people missed it, but I thought possibly they did. What did that? What else do they do for businesses? Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they're all rich. Every I'm business sure owner. I'm sure not they're so much. stuff now. Uh, but not so much. It, you know, I mean, obviously, if a business owner it was not making a lot of money last year, then they got to avail themselves of all these credits. You know, um, but pretty much. They just opened up the floodgates for people that are certainly lower to um, moderate to lower income. And these people with children are getting all kinds of money. The other good thing is seniors for the first time that are over the age of 65 that are working now get an enhanced earned income credit without people without children. So they can get $1,400 that they weren't uh, used to. And the other thing is if you're doing the earned income credit, let's say in 2021 you didn't work at all um, and you were just making unemployment, you just did unemployment, you could, you're, you can base your earned income credit on your wages from 2019, even though you didn't work at all in 2021. So, so let me just get this straight. Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so let me just make sure I understand this. So you didn't bother to go to work at all in 2021, even right. though there's help wanted signs everywhere. 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 And you got mm-hmm. away with collecting unemployment for the entire year. And you mean mm-hmm. to tell me 
that the government's saying you can go back and use your income from 2019, yes. two years prior, yes. and we'll give you yes. money based on that for free. Yes. That's disgusting. Yes. Why don't they just yes. pull up like a food truck and hand out $100 bills all well, over town? I mean, seriously. Uh, I mean, really and truly. What true. a joke. So what a joke. Can, Talk about so rewarding the slugs of got, society, though. I mean, yeah. seriously. What, who are we rewarding here? Not yeah. the productive members the of society. The slugs of society. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly who just we're rewarding. Just unbelievable. By the way, if you're just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, special guest, uh, Esther Goulias from EG Tax. Esther offices all over western New York, all the way on Batavia. If you need help in the Rochester area, too, Batavia is pretty close. So uh, uh, what's, what's the best number to get in touch with you if they want to book an appointment, Esther? I, I think probably go to our website. It has all of our offices at egtax.com. But our phone number here in Western New York is 716-632-7886. But, yeah, so you can go. Let's say you, you got 20000 in unemployment, and but you had no wages. So using the earned income credit, you would not get you wouldn't qualify for the earned income credit. But you can use the 2019 wages when you work to base your earned income credit on. That is unreal. So, so let me ask you this. Is it fair to say, because we had Chris in our office a few months ago when we were unsure what these Democrats were going to get through, they didn't get through as much as they wanted. Is that fair to say? Well, I'll tell you, from a somebody that is a productive, you know, where somebody's really making some money, they did not pass those changes. And... I mean, I don't know what's going to happen this year. It looks like the Republicans are. And thank God for Manchin yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, Cinema. I mean, Jemus, crime uh, and either. Because if it wasn't for them, uh, people that were middle to upper income people would have been paying a lot more in taxes. They, because they were talking even to go after the appreciation in your pension plan, even though you hadn't cashed it in. Unreal. I mean, and, unreal. and the appreciation on Roth. Yeah, and these... Roths were supposed to be not taxable, it's not gonna, but they, they were talking about taking the appreciation on that. So, yeah. yeah the, they were talking about, at one point, taking the appreciation and taxing you on the appreciation of your homes. <laughs> like, right. the, like so right. your home went from 100000 to one hundred We're going to tax you on that, right. even though you didn't sell it. Right. Well, that's what I understand they're going to do in California. They're going to come up with what the fair market value of your house is in California and assess you a like a value-added tax, like 3% a year. So you figure out a house, a million-dollar house in California, that's what, $30,000? Thirty grand. Yeah. Unreal. Well, that's the $2,500 a month to pay for the person with all those kids. That doesn't work that we just talked about. In in time, if you don't pay it, who does the asset belong to? The government. Uh, The government. The city. See, yeah. that's that's really sick. Thing. That's awesome. Bye. That's sad. All right. So we got Esther Goulias oh, on the line. Esther, can you stick with us for another segment here? Do you mind doing that? Sure, not, no problem. All right. Uh, if you do have some tax questions, we'll sneak you in here. 844-434-4TFG. Esther's got offices all over western New York and uh, all the way out near Rochester. Not in Syracuse yet, folks, but you folks in Syracuse, she'll buy. Don't be surprised if uh, down the road you see an EG tax out your way. Uh, when it comes to taxes, I can tell you for the last 20-something years, we call Esther and say, it's, it's tax code 171437B, and she goes, oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> like We're like, how? So user team is a resource. We'll be back here at Financial Guys Radio Network. Don't turn the dial. That was Allie Lomas, my daughter. It's torture to listen to us, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I think your mom says the same thing every day, too. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, if, if you're just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Golden Eagle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics, and Art is up on deck with a question. Esther Goulias, the tax lady, spending a little time with us. And uh, tis the season for that. Uh, it's, you know, it's, I always love thinking about spring and everything opening up here in western New York. But, um, of course, you got the tax man knocking on your door. And uh, it used to be like you'd keep, like, you know, a big chunk of your money, but no longer. So now it's like what, you know, we, uh, as Esther, by the way, so eloquently says, it's not what you make that's important, it's what you keep. So before we go back to Esther Gullius, so I did want to welcome back Robbie De Niro. Robbie joined us the first hour. I wanted to make sure he joins us the second hour. Robbie, how are you, sir? Great, Mike. I'm out here in Niagara Falls at the Rainbow Bridge watching a whole bunch of patriots say we are done with the nonsense and it's time for freedom. I love it. They got a nice crowd out there. They did. There was a huge crowd on both sides of the both sides of the bridge. Uh, it was great to see everybody come together and, and assign a unity and say, "No, the mandates are going to end because they're saying they end," and that's yeah. what we're doing with this lawsuit. Operation Freedom, by the way, Robbie, you were one of the first businesses to say, "I'm standing up. Enough is enough." Opening up your gym, beating Andrew Cuomo in New York State. Uh, tell us about what we're doing with our schools now. You know, our kids have been face diapered up for two years in a row. Enough is enough. We had a little window the other day of opportunity where we legally had the right to send our children to school. I walked into school with my daughter, Allie, and they said, nope, not allowed to come in. I said, why? And they said, well, because she doesn't have a face diaper. And I said, so you're kicking us out. You're telling me that you are not going to allow her an education today because she's not wearing a face diaper. And they said, yes, that was wrong. Right, Rob? That is 100 percent correct. We, the New York State Supreme Court ruled that mask mandate was lifted. The stay was not granted by a judge until later on that day, 1700. So our children were in the right for not having a mask on in school. And any child that received discipline or separate treatment or was yanked out of lunch, yanked out of class, banned from school like my kids were, we have grounds for this lawsuit. We're filing pro se lawsuits across the state in order to fight the school district. Yeah. And they can go to www.fightforyourfamily.com slash home. We have an instructional video. We have the downloadable instruction form. We have the downloadable sheets that they need to fill out in order to serve these lawsuits. Yeah. And by the way, you don't need any money. The infrastructure is already in place, folks. So I think one of the biggest That's things right. people have been saying, I want to fight, but I, I'm worried. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. And by the way, if you're a parent the other day that sent your child on the 25th to school with a face diaper, didn't want to, but said, I know the superintendent has already told me uh, little Billy's not allowed in or little Sally's not allowed in, so I'm going to have to force them to go in with a face diaper. You qualify for this lawsuit. And it's not about money, right, Rob? It is not about money. It's about crushing the system. It's about fighting the system and showing them that we are not going to co-parent with the government. Everybody can file one of these lawsuits. It costs literally $20. You mail in a check with $20 with the packet when you mail it into the commissioner of uh, education. And by doing so, every single case that's submitted, every lawsuit, every closely lawsuit that's filed will have to be assigned counsel and will have to be adjudicated. That is going to crush the state. It's going to bring the education department to their knees. 
Yeah, and it's about time, folks. I want you to think about what they've done to our children. Suicides up, right? Depression up, drug overdoses up. Still sh- still forcing these kids with a 0% chance of dying from COVID of putting a face diaper, a disgusting face rag on their, on their face for the entire day. Let me just add one more thing. For all those principals and all those administrators out there that on Monday said, we know it's wrong, but we still have to enforce it. Yep. You're supposed to be the protectors of children, right? That's You're the right. ones that are there to educate the kids because you love the kids. We know you love the kids. So think about that. I mean, we don't we know it's wrong, but we're going to do it anyways. Well, you know what? I, you know, that's just I hate to say that, but that's just a cowardly excuse. If you know it's wrong, stop doing it. That's right? right. And again, if you if you believe it's right. And you believe in the value of the face masks and 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 the uh, and the, all these mandates, and let's see it. Like let's have an open, honest debate, right? Put your data on the table. Show us your studies. Show us your state by state comparisons. Show us your district by district comparisons, right? You don't have the data, and they know they don't have the data. Yeah. And that's the whole frustrating part of this. They know they're in the wrong, and yet they do it anyways. And if you don't comply, then there's punishment that's metered out. It's yeah. sickening. Robbie, one last time, throw that website out there. And I just, God bless you for all the fighting you're doing and everything you do. I knew you and Kelly, your wife, Kelly, nonstop, man. I'll, I'll email I'll email Robbie because I can't sleep at 3 in the morning and he emails me back. So, and he's, he's working hard. So one more time on the website, Anna, how parents can participate. You got it. It's fight the number four, yourfamily.com slash home. And they, everything they need to file a pro se lawsuit is on that website, right on the front page. The, the forms, the instructional videos, the instruction booklet, it's all there. And uh, we've made it made it Barney-style simple. So if, if I can understand it as a Marine, anybody can understand it. Yeah. And by the way, if you if you get there and you still don't understand it or you, or you need somebody to notarize it, we can do that at Financial Guys. And by the way, all of you folks in Rochester, Syracuse, you can participate in this. So we need numbers, folks. Uh, uh, be proactive. Even, even folks. Even parents, Mike, that if their kids, if they sent their kids into school with a mask on because their superintendent sent out a letter saying, nope, there's uh, the mask mandate is still in effect. It doesn't apply to you. This, day, this, this ruling doesn't apply to you. They can file suit. That's Everybody right. who put their kid in a mask against their will needs to file suit. Yep. We need to crush the system with these lawsuits. Keep up the good fight, my friend, and tell everybody we yes, miss them at the, at the border there. Thanks, God. Thanks, for, the Thanks for all the support. All right, uh, just tuning in, by the way, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. And we're going to go back here to Esther Goulias. Esther Goulias, the president of EG Tax. Esther, if you don't mind, I'm gonna, we're going to bring up Art. Can we do that, Pam? Art's got a question yeah. for you. Um, Art, how are you? I'm, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, I think you're doing better than us. Says you're down in Florida, Marco Island. So. <laughs> So, Art, just so you know, on my way to the station here, it said it was 9 degrees in the car. So when you Floridians say it's cold. It's going to be 37 tonight. So don't, whatever. I know, but by the time you guys wake up, it'll be sunny. And guess what? You've got a governor with a brain. Yeah, correct. Yeah, We don't have one of those. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, we don't have one of those. So I guess the question I have for Goulias, or for Esther, is basically... How do taxes get treated, seeing that I relocated here in August? So, in other words, okay. I, so, I live, where did you live? Where did you live before? Uh, Amherst, New York. Okay, so you're. Do you have income from New York while you were a resident? Correct. All right. And then, then after basically, you, are, we after moved you here, 
After you change so then residency, after All you right. change residency, was there any income? Uh, I, yeah, I still work for the same. From company. New York. Okay, so uh, did you actually well, the head, change residency, or did you just? Well, or are well you the headquarters are, are in New York, but we have offices across the entire company or the okay, entire so country. Where are you? Where are? Is your residence? Is it in New York or is it in Florida? Currently, it's in Florida as of August sixth. All right, and that's real. That's where you intend to be. That's where you're most most closely related. Your driver's license is there. That's where you're going to vote. You don't. Do you have any property yeah. anymore in New York? Nope, that's been sold. Okay, so then you're going to do a part year New York resident, and obviously, being in Florida, you don't pay a tax return. There's no New York. There's no state tax return in Florida. So you do a part year uh, New York resident return. And then you for for the year for the till you move, and then after that you don't owe anything to the state. You just owe it to the federal. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that help you out, Art? I think that kind of helped. All right. Yeah, I just I just didn't, I didn't know if that was something I could just like do on my own or well, you have to do an IT. You have to do an IT two hundred three. Yeah, just an IT two hundred three. Okay. You knew that, right, Art? No. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I'll tell you what, though, that is sort of my point. I'm having a little bit of fun with Art, but Esther, I see so many people that try to do the tax return on their own, and I'm like, why? Like, go to EG Tax. It's cost-effective. It's not – I mean, you miss one one little thing. And, and you know, in fact, you've helped hundreds of our clients out that have missed stuff year after year after year, and now you're refiling. And so, uh, to me, I just think it's crazy. Now, again, maybe I'm biased because I'm friends with you and I've seen the work that you've done, but to do your own tax return, it's why, why well, I miss have out. To tell you, I just had a little girl, this, a, little, a little kid this morning come in, right? And I was doing a virtual return. And when I got done, I said, last year you did your own return. She sent it over. It was completely wrong. So she said, I'm going to amend her return and get her $1,200 back that she didn't have coming. And I went to my staff and I said, kids should not be left alone with computers and their W-2s. There's just no, <laughs> because they don't know if it's right, yeah. you know. But one something I wanted to let... People yeah, know, and, by, and by the way, unlike adults, they actually at least know the computer part. <laughs> That's right? true. But one thing I want to let people know, we were talking about people with that are more sophisticated from a tax standpoint, things that they should watch out for. One of the things that changed under Trump was the C Corporation maximum tax of 21%. That's still in effect. But many people with the C Corp are overpaying their taxes, not only because of double taxation, but because had they done a pass-through, an 1120S, they might be paying taxes at 10 or 12%. But when you do a C-Corp, you're paying it at a flat rate of 21%. So people with corporations, especially C-Corps, should look at moving to an 1120S so that there's only one taxation and many times at a lower rate. Esther, would you mind sneaking in one more question before we leave? We've got Nick in North Tonawanda on the line. Nick, how are you? Nick, you're live with the Financial Guys. How are you? Hi, uh, Esther. I received a, a stimulus on January 4th of 1200 and another stimulus in March of 2400 Are they going to be taxable income? No, that's tax-free. Okay, one other quick question. You said something about child tax credits. 
when uh, uh, you pay grandma uh, four thousand, and uh, you can get uh, child tax credit for two thousand. Does get, grandma have to claim four thousand dollars in income? No, it's a daycare credit. All right, fifty percent of the first uh, eight thousand dollars you pay for one child, fifty percent of the next sixteen thousand you pay for two or more children. So it can be a credit up to eight thousand. If grandma was paid, let's say, $8,000 for watching the kids, she does a Schedule C, takes all her expenses, the, the, the toys, the, the office and home, because she gets to write off most of her home, her utilities and her, her property taxes and mortgage interests and things of that nature, the food for the kids, taking them to McDonald's. She then whittles that down. She pays taxes on that. Let's say it's $4,000. If she's in the 10% bracket, she pays $400 in taxes. Her kids stay $4,000. Very good. Thank you so much. All right. All right. got to take a quick break. Esther, you're on 4 to 5. For those of you in Buffalo, New York, of course, you know EG Tax on no, no. 4 to 5. I'm on five. 3, three to, to 4. I'm oh, sorry, 3 to 4. <laughs> sorry, 3, three, to, three to 4. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. We, you know, right what? directly after the show in 15 minutes from in, now. That's right. Sorry, folks. Yes, and I'm uh, going right down to the station. Yeah, no, it's at three to four. Uh, for those of you who want to listen online, you can uh, get her on the Odyssey app. And uh, Esther, thank you so much. EGTax.com. And by the way, and, and what, one thing, one thing before you let me go. There's a brand new real estate property tax credit in the state of New York for home for property owners where they can get a refund of. 250 to 350 if their property taxes they pay exceed 6% of their adjusted gross income. That's awesome. And, and just real quickly, Esther, a few offices I know like Batavia, you guys are out in Batavia, expanding, but no, you might be in a little bit of a different location, right? But, but no, still in Batavia. Do, and we can do uh, virtual taxes for anyone anywhere, right? Yeah, that's so, the big thing. So, so get yeah. the help. I mean, we do taxes all over the United States. Yeah, that's awesome. Esther Goulias, the tax lady. Thank you so much, Esther. I know we're going to have you on a bunch in the next few months here. So use Esther as a resource. Again, egtax.com. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS if you think like us. We've got John and Rochester up on deck. Only a few minutes left. Real hard quick break here, and we'll be back on the Financial Guys Radio Network. We all have our... You're listening to The Financial Guys. The story was an American and a Russian arguing about their two countries. And the American said, look, in my country, I can walk into the Oval Office. I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? He says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin, to the general secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the financial guys. Just a few minutes left in today's show. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS, and you can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. I, I did, I'm going to sneak in John and Rochester here, but I have a special guest. Kevin Hartwick, the new controller, the comptroller in Erie County, is on. And, uh, Kevin, thank you so much for calling in. I, You know what? Uh, as I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling through my phone here, trying to figure out if I had your phone number to make sure we confirmed, but uh, you didn't forget, so I thank you for that. Not, not a, not a problem. Well, I, ca- I called the control room and they gave me this number. Now, let me ask you the question first. Let me put you on the spot. Is oh it, boy, is it comptroller or controller? 
I'd say comptroller. I'd say comptroller. Yeah, you know, the preferred pronunciation is actually controller, but during the campaign I had to say comptroller because otherwise <laughs> people would think you didn't know what the job was, right? But, That's yeah, I, well, congratulations know, I, I on your win, Kevin. Comptroller. Congratulations so, yeah, on whatever. Your win. I'll answer to either. <laughs> <laughs> so you are now the, fi- uh, the fiscal watchdog of Erie County. And you've been asked, and I, I told you we were going to ask you about Gal Burstein and her, and her massive amounts of overtime. I'm saying that, not you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when are we going to look into that? Well, I hope to, in the near future, put out a, a fourth quarter report of overtime of management confidentials and other county employees across the board. Uh, I've been in the job for only four weeks now. It's uh, it's it's been a process. I mean, you know how the bills talk about the process. Well, we've got a process going on in the controller's office, and uh, you know we will we will put out a report in the near future. Well, so, Kevin, I- as you know, Gail is one of only two uh, health commissioners in the entire state to take overtime, and it's not even close to the amount of overtime amount you know money that she's taken versus the only other person out there. Um, you know, I, I hear what you're saying is, yeah, we're going to put out a whole report, but doesn't this particular case in, in this particular employee warrant a, a higher level of oversight considering how far above and beyond and how out of the ordinary it is, considering that you now have the, the evidence of every single other uh, county uh, health commissioner in the entire state of New York? Well, 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 first off, of course, yeah, it, it is a lot of money, and it does stand out. Uh, and depending on how you, how you measure it, I mean, whether you're just talking about straight overtime, whether you're talking about holiday pay included and whatever, regardless of, of, of what the exact number you come up with, it is a lot of money, and it does stand out, and I can understand why people are concerned with it. Uh, but there are also a lot of other people in county government, many of them uh, not in the health department, who collect a lot of overtime also. Uh, and also, you know... Wait, hold on a second, though. Hold on a second. That's a dodge. Hold on a second. Stop <laughs> yeah. right there, Kevin. Well, me, That's a dodge. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Because I know we were going with this. Oh, Erie County sheriffs also take a lot of overtime. You know what, though? So does the Monroe County sheriffs. So does the Livingston County sheriffs. So does Chautauqua County sheriffs. See, that's standard across county to county. What's different here, Kevin, is that this particular health commissioner, not any others, took hundreds of thousands of dollars in overtime. Are you going to hold her responsible? Or Mark Polenkar's responsible? Well, I guess, I guess, We'll have to see the outcome of the court case that you guys initiated. I mean, well, why do you have to wait for that? I mean, you're the you're the comptroller. You, you, you said, you said, you. Well, it's it's a legal proceeding. I mean, there's a question of whether she can get the overtime or not, or whether she'll have to pay it back. I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on TV. You have filed a lawsuit, and a judge will make a determination on that. Uh, this may be a moot point by the time uh, my report comes out. I, so I guess I would turn it around and ask you guys, how is that lawsuit progressing? Do you have well, a hearing date? Well, that? she hid for a while, so we just <laughs> finally got you know, got her this week. server this week. We filed her this mm-hmm. week, Kevin. So like yeah, everything I guess, else, Kevin, okay. slow. I guess right? as a taxpayer, though, forget about my lawsuit as a, a taxpayer, I'm a little bit concerned that she's still ringing up the register. That's if right. That makes sense, right? I mean, you so know, we're talking I, about in I, the near future, but does she get another quarter? Because this is real money. I mean, this is hundreds of thousands of dollars that she's ringing right. the register well, on. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that it is 
anymore. I think if you look back at the overtime that she's collected already, the overtime that the previous controller reported on, the lion's share of that was the uh, the first year and maybe the first quarter of last year. Uh, I don't know that she's collected a lot uh you know uh uh in the last half of uh, last yeah. year so, i mean once the once the pandemic uh uh subsided at least temporarily in the summer uh there was no need uh for anybody to uh to 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 put in as many hours on that now huh. uh what happened when it spiked i mean you know we still have i don't know five or Five to ten people dying a day in Erie County. So we're not out of the woods yet, and let's not pretend that we are. Right. Uh, That's amazing, though, because despite the masks and the mandates and the vaccine requirements, (laughs) and yet still here we are with New York State having some of the worst numbers in the country. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Kevin, I I, I do want to thank you, by the way, because we're being a little tough on you, but I will say this. I have a ton of respect for people that say, I called you and you said, no problem. And I can mm-hmm. tell you that, and this is not out of your mouth, my, my mouth, the Erie County, the rest of the Democrats are spineless. They will not come on the show. And then I've, a few of them have said, well, you wouldn't go on another show. Garbage. I've gone on Channel 7. I've gone on Channel 4. I've gone on the Buffalo News in the last six months. They don't politically think like me. And I give you credit for stepping up. And let me just ask you yeah, this. Well, we got a few more minutes here. What are some of the biggest channels? Erie County, New York State's broke, right? You're the fiscal watchdog of this county. What problems do you see? What do you think you can do to change things over the next 12 to 24 months? Well, I think one of the things that I wanted to do was uh, revive much of the talk of regional cooperation that uh, was omnipresent during the Jamber days. You know, Joel Jamber got elected twice, not once, but twice, talking about regional cooperation, regionalism, saying we could save money if we, you know, cut out some of the duplication of services, did things together cooperatively. Uh, Unfortunately, that message that was very popular uh, died uh, with the red and green budget fiasco. You know, I mean, the message died when the, you know, the messenger went went out of favor because of that whole red and green budget thing. I would like to revive some of that because I think there's a lot of low-hanging fruit out there where if we cooperate a bit more, uh, we could save some money. Yeah, no doubt. That's a very smart way to start, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, Kevin. Well, look, at I appreciate you spending some time with us. You know, uh, we wanted to really get your, your, your thoughts on, on Gail, and I appreciate you calling in. I really do. Yeah, Kevin, uh, you're, thank you so much. You're a stand-up guy. Yeah, appreciate it. You're welcome, guys. And, I, and I do, we do wish you the best of luck. Okay, thank you. I appreciate All right. that. Take All care. right, take care, All Kevin. Right, we're going to sneak in real quickly here, John in Rochester, who's been patiently waiting the entire show. John, how are you? Hey, guys. Hey guys, uh, Kevin Harwick is a stand-up guy. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with him politically. Obviously, he's he's on the side of the left-wing nut jobs, and uh, but it is <laughs> what it is. The road, though. I uh, wouldn't uh, say he's left-wing. He's more kind of centralized. No, I just he said used he's to be on a Republican for a while, right? Yeah, but yeah, he's he joined that team for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think he, I think he should wake up on the mask mandate, and I think he should wake up on this uh, ridiculous. Uh, posture that polling cars has taken on the COVID thing. I watched the Joe Rogan, uh, Dr. Malone uh, podcast, and it was three hours and 20 minutes or something like that. I'll tell you, I learned so much from Rogan and Dr. Malone regarding this uh, fraudulent mask mandate, the fraudulent the mandate of uh, vaccinating children. Uh, it's unbelievable. There's been 140 studies that have been out there uh, uh, diffusing the uh, benefits of mass mandates. Yeah. Uh, 140. 
if they believed in them, if they believed in them, they'd be going on shows like this defending them. They don't. They well, don't. Or, be, or they would wear their own masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but real easy, right? I mean, look at again. You, you know, uh, I, I've said this. Buffalo News doesn't agree with me. They called me up. You want to do a story? I know they're going to take it out of context. I know they're going to cut half of it out. Okay, no problem. I'm not going to back down. Channel 7 wanted to talk. They came right in our office, right in our office, sat down and wanted to talk to me about why I'm not requiring face diapers in our brand, in our, in our office. No problem. No problem. I look at I believe in it. Here's what I'm going to do. Defend it, right? I know you're going to take it out of context, and you're going to cut half of it out. It is what it is. Hey, John, real quickly, final thoughts. Listen, we got Dr. Thomas Russo, Bernstein, Nancy Nielsen, Dr. Mendoza here in Rochester. Wake up, doctors. You guys yeah. are hurting the public with your policies. Wake You're up, poli- the science. Wake mm-hmm. up. That's Wake right. Up. Call the legislatures, by the way. Ask them. Why are you giving these people all this power? Ask them. Call them. Call them. Ask them to defend it. All right. On behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we're the financial guys. If you think like us, use our team as a resource, 833-FINGUYS and thefinancialguys.com. God bless. Take care. We'll see you next week.